Davis behind the plate, but that doesn't matter. I don't think management really, truly wants him behind the plate. Good morning to you. Good. Tuesday morning, I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this after this past season had ended. In his meeting with Pittsburgh reporters, Ben Charrington threw something of a surprise curve into that mix by saying that the Pirates are expecting both Henry and Andy Rodriguez to show up in spring training as catchers. And of course, he's emphasizing Henry there because Henry is the guy who wasn't playing catcher for the better part of the year, including in the minor leagues. I, I, first off, I don't see it. Okay. I don't see how you can pull off a transformation of that scale in such a short period of time. You know the scene in Moneyball where Billy Bean's sitting next to Ron Washington and they're talking to Scott Hatterberg. You know what I'm going to say here, right? And and, and they're telling Hatterberg he's going to have to learn how to play first base. And it's not that hard, says Billy. Tell him, Ron. And Ron says, it's incredibly hard. Well, take first base and multiply it by about 100. And you have what constitutes catching and managing a pitching staff and everything else that goes into it. It is a craft unto itself, unlike any other on the diamond, including pitching. And you're going to just make Henry a master at that or even just major league capable, major league somewhat below average between now and mid-February? Because it's not going to happen at spring training. It has to happen before. When you show up at spring training, you've got to be ready to compete in spring training, including spring training exhibitions. You've got a lot of other things to worry about. I don't see this. And I'm not even sure why they're going through it. Listen, you guys have heard me say many times, as it relates to the Pirates management. Don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. This might be the king of all examples I can give you on on that phrase. Because when you're talking about what the Pirates did with Henry over this past calendar year, including in the minors, they were, and I don't believe I'm stretching it by using this term, terrified of having him behind the plate. Abjectly terrified. It's one thing to keep Henry from catching in Grapefruit League games, which they did. It's another thing to keep him from catching in the minor leagues, which they did. It's another thing to have him get promoted to the bigs and then told he's either going to be in right field or DHing. But it's something else on another level, to go into games in August and September that meant absolutely nothing and still not put him out there. He caught two whole innings 
in 2023. Both of them were in a massacre blowout. That's what they did, not what they said. So what are you doing? So what are you doing? What are you hoping to get by saying that Henry's got a chance? Because he doesn't. He doesn't. I say this respectfully. Love the kid. He'll work his tail off. And and, and, and he has a great attitude about this, by the way. I asked him, in the last road series of the season, what were his feelings on catching? I'm ready to do anything that the team needs. Yeah, I think that'll be as we have those conversations, more catching, definitely. Um, again, like I don't, I don't care. Whatever my team needs for me, like I love to catch, and I've caught my whole life. But if they need me in right field, I'll go play. I'll do my best. If they need to catch, I'll do my best on any facet. You hear that? He'll do anything. He'll throw himself in front of a moving locomotive if it means the team's going to get a W. That's just who he is. But he shouldn't have to be going through all this either. I don't care that he was a first overall pick. I don't care that people around the industry are going to say, how could you make a mistake of this scale? Look what they did in Baltimore with their guy, and you couldn't even figure out if this one could catch or not. I don't care about any of that stuff. Put Henry... In right field, talk to him, talk to everybody, be real about this for the first time since he was drafted. Let everyone know that you see his future for his benefit and for that of the Pittsburgh Baseball Club being that he's in right field. And then from there, teach him a position that even Ron Washington would acknowledge is an easier position to learn. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800 degree stone and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q, and I'm not going to say this lightly, is the best one I've gotten all year. This is the best question, the best J1Q that'll come this direction in 2023. Everyone else can just sit the year out. It comes from Cole, and he says, DK, four teams lost 100 games in 2021. Orioles, Rangers, Diamondbacks, Pirates. The Orioles just won 101 games and the AL East. The Rangers just won the pennant last night. The Diamondbacks are one win away from their pennant. 
and the Pirates just lost 86 games. Does this mean anything to the ownership and the front office of this baseball team, and does it put any pressure on them to spend? Cole, I I don't believe that things put pressure on ownership, not this ownership. I've said that for a long time, and although I've seen a couple of exceptions over Bob Nutting's tenure, there haven't been many. He doesn't, I wouldn't say he isolates himself as much as I would say that he, he stays inward with the decision making. Meaning he's not going to be that in tune with outside noise, including criticism from people like me. He's going to be looking at what he believes from his own employees. And the input that they offer, that'll be the right way to go. And that'll be the way that he commits. He is an ultra delegator. He is the extreme delegator. I've seen situations where he has disagreed, okay, with things that are happening under him. And he'll just say, listen, the moment and ex- he, he said something to this effect to me once, the moment I stop believing in that person's ability to make decisions, that person is not going to work here anymore. And that's, that's actually a pretty good way to run a business. It is. But nothing that you see going on in the Major League Baseball playoffs is going to sway anything about anyone's thinking inside 115 Federal. And the real reason for that is they've had their eye on 2024 all along. I was ridiculed by people when I reported this last fall. No, no, no. They're taking next year seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, no, no. Everything's about 2024. Sure enough, 2023 comes and goes, including a 20 and 8 start and nothing, nothing, nothing was going to change anybody's mind. They've committed to this. They believe that 2024 is the year and they believed that before they had Paul Skeens, before they had yet another number one overall pick coming. And just as not all rebuilds come with the same timetable, they don't come with the same approach. I hear what you're saying when you bring up ownership, because you're saying that, look, the Rangers went out and spent money. The Orioles really didn't. The Rangers did. The Diamondbacks, kind of, okay? So it's not a, for all three of the teams that you cited have very different approaches. The Orioles just came of age. And they came of age in a hurry. The Rangers, they went out and spent some money. And the Diamondbacks, to their credit, really ran into some internal pitching. And good for them, because that's how it really ought to happen. I remain most concerned, and here it comes again, that no matter how much talent gets amassed by this general manager and his staff, that the instruction level, that the development level in Pittsburgh and throughout the system is inadequate for it to become what you're seeing in all three of the teams that you cited 
but especially among their younger guys. I appreciate the question. Outstanding. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. 